I've, I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. What's making news around the world? Oh, you've got pages of it, Sammy. Too much, too much. Too much news, never not enough too time. much, never too much. Just a quick text in here from uh, Brendan. It says, uh, tip for home lawn doctors. When res- uh, re lawn, put shade cloth over it. It will guarantee a strike. I can tell you, Brendan, I am a massive advocate for um, shade or frost cloth. I did that uh, when I was re parts of my lawn staff. And not only does it, is it like crack cocaine for your lawn, <laughs> because it traps, obviously, the, the heat and the moisture in, but it keeps away the birds. And at a time when it was raining quite a lot, it does take away a lot of the excess water. So... Definitely. Put Did you investigate down. that foam stuff you can spray that's got impregnated with? Yeah. Yeah. Does that it's, work? Uh, some people stick by it. Some people think it's, yeah, it's just a bit of a gimmick. Just watering your seed, people. Um, what's making you, Steph? I'll take you to Finland, if I may. Great. Lots and of hearing came from Finland. More specifically, the capital, Helsinki. Yes. Um, and a man by the name of Pavo Ahinamaki who was one of four deputy mayors, mayors, what do we say again? Mayors. 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 Bailey mayors of Helsinki. Now, he has cost the city 3,830 euros. Do you want to know why, Steph? Yep. He's 46 years old. He and a friend. Caught by security guards in a rail tunnel in eastern Helsinki. What were they doing? Graffiti. (laughs) He was, uh, yeah. He was doing some graffiti on the tunnel, which a Finnish street art experts have said uh, is inspired by work seen in New York in the 1970s. Supposedly it was actually quite nice, but um, obviously it's an act of vandalism under Finnish and Helsinki law. Police are investigating. Uh, And, of course, interference with rail traffic, which is also another no-no. So he might be in a little bit of trouble, the deputy mayor of Helsinki. A lot of trouble. Practice what you preach, they say. If If you're, you know, if you're... And I also read that they spend like an inordinate amount of money on removing graffiti every year, like millions. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's, well, these companies he's in New Zealand them. that yeah, get is. rid of graffiti. Yeah, we got we got we had paint at Rosine staff for that for you know anti graffiti paint. Did you? What does it? Okay, but that's another. Day. Every person in South Korea has suddenly or will suddenly become a year younger after a law change. <laughs> now, half part of the story is actually a fact of the day, staff. So. Um, the Korean age system, right, sees people ageing up by a year on the 1st of January every year instead of their birth date. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so it's like the horse's birthday. So it means that if you're born on New Year's <coughs> Eve, you would turn two years old on New Year's Day. Wow. No, because, you turn one. No, because in Korea, you are one at birth. Oh. You were called one year old at birth. So you didn't have a you're six not called month zero. Correct. You're oh just a one, one, one year old. You got two. And now the other traditional method or counting age considers a person zero at birth and their age goes up um, obviously on their birthday. So um, the what they call the counting age, which is you start at zero and you go up, uh, that, that still applies in certain areas of Korea. It's more the 1st of January thing that's going to get changed. Um, so... The laws that are going to stick around are ones that revolve around that counting age. For example, you can buy alcohol, you know, the day you turn 19 type thing because of the way that that works. But uh, nevertheless, the new law change, which is getting rid of the January 1st, is going to mean that um, some South Koreans, a lot of them, are going to have a year knocked off their age. 
So you get two 21sts if you play it right. If you're, if you're 20 this year. Then if you're 21 at the moment. Correct, yeah, you'll get another one. You'll get another one. <laughs> what a result. Jesus. And finally, a Californian man is in hot water. In fact, he's in prison um, for one of, the, one of the all-time great, and I say great you know, in a negative way, one of the all-time great Ponzi schemes, staff. Oh, no. So he's going to prison for running a cow dung to green energy Ponzi scheme. 66-year-old Ray Brewer at Portable was sentenced on Monday to six years and nine months in federal prison in a year-long scam that built investors out of $8.75 million. He ran a scheme from 2014 to 2019 in which he claimed to be building anaerobic digesters at dairies in California's Fresno, Kern Kings and Tulare counties and in Idaho. He told investors that he'd take the cow manure from from their farms, turn it into methane, while they will receive 66% of net profits and tax incentives. And this is what they did, right? Um, this is the best part, though. The, the uh, elaborate levels, lengths that this man went to. He took investors on tours of dairies where he allegedly planned to build the digesters and claimed to have raised millions of dollars for the work. Some random farm, didn't even own it, just took them around, the, around this prison's random farm. He sent them forged lease agreements with dairy owners, fake loan agreements with banks, phony contracts with multinational companies and bogus pictures of the machines under construction. This is the best part. He also kept his investors up to date on the non-existent construction with fake schedules, invoices, power generation reports and pictures. <laughs> Old Ray Brewer, nine million bucks. Now here's the argument, and I don't mean to encourage people to be illegal staff. But if you go to prison for uh, six years, but you end up with $9 million. Would you do it? I don't know if he ends up with it. He might have to give it back. But um, fortunately for Ray Brewer, it um, didn't all work out for him. And I thought it was ironic that his last name was Brewer when he's, you know, (laughs) brewing cow manure. Um, Got a great fact for you. Listening. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Mm -hmm. 1995. Is that the second one? Uh, Or is it the third one? Die Hard, Die Harder. In any case, do you remember in that one, uh, it's the one where they robbed the Federal Reserve? Yes. Now that scene, or that part of the movie, was so plausible that the FBI actually rang the screenwriter to ask him how he had such intimate knowledge of vaults. Because it was that good. It was that accurate. It was that accurate. Wow. That's pretty good. You're going to watch that with a different view now when you watch Die Hard with a Vengeance. You're going to watch it again. You're going to watch it tonight. I watched all the remaining episodes of... Um, Piggy Blinders? No, of uh, the tennis Netflix doco. Oh, how Last was it? Last night, Breakpoint. Yeah. Fantastic. I haven't even watched that, so I need to put that on Fantas- the list. So I'd watched the first four, five. I watched the other five yesterday, last night. Brilliant. Nick Curios, brilliant. Entertainment personified. We'll come back in a moment.